the entire of india requires this entire of india needs you so what do we do now so yeah so we we are now like uh, reaching out to other you know state governments right to kind of like implement this solution and it's objective proposal to now execution now you know the way we execute we can execute from here on that will uh, directly proportional to the success the result we will yeah, achieve fair, fair. Oh, that's great and now let's let's go back to a conversation in media that you had maybe a couple of years back where you said you want to make mohali the blockchain capital of india tell us more about that so uh, when we moved into blockchain so it was a very niche space like there was no talent around us you know even like the tier one cities were struggling to have this kind of talent right and uh, so we i could uh, kind of like coach uh, or maybe predict from my experience that uh, you know uh, if we have to kind of like scale or maybe uh, kind of make this vertical a very big vertical or make this business very big business staying in this niche technology then we have to learn how to bake our own bread so we set up our lnd division like learning and development division within our organization and we started kind of like hiring web 2.0 engineers and putting them into the very structured course like one or two month course of web 3.0 blockchain course right and that was the reason we could you know uh, accumulate or got so many team members working web 3.0 space blockchain space so we proudly say that over 600 team member what we have today 95% of them have learned blockchain after joining us so we have already proven that story right so so our kind of like now vision is to like how and we have now spent it off as a separate vertical separate business which is called a task block blockchain we call it blocktech we have registered it as a blocktech but we call it a blockchain right so a task block blockchain aims to kind of like you know disseminate blockchain education not up to our organization but uh, to all the colleges and the other institutes as well so that we can produce you know all so that we can proudly say that all the web3 talent coming out of punjab or all the uh, kind of like btech or mc or bca talent coming out of punjab is web3 ready so that that's what, what we envision to do and i hope like through your kind of medium our voice reaches to uh, the ministers or maybe the the, the bureaucracy in punjab uh so that we can get that opportunity and you know uh, deliver the results what was i guess you are really uh, um accurate in identifying that talent is really key right whatever you are building wherever you are building it to ensure there is good bench strength uh, of talent um and then providing them enough bandwidth to learn to grow um their skills is really important so what would you say about the talent web3 talent in mohali today and then if you could also talk about your experience about the talent that you see around india see uh, working in a niche technology the talent is always a challenge i would say not for tier 1 but tier 2 and tier 3 cities as well right and uh, we are very uh, happy and uh, you know the how the ecosystem is growing when we look out especially in our region in our city like there are so many other companies which are also coming into the blockchain space and that's what we like here why about that's what we want to have make it happen right so that's how you will turn a region into a capital of blockchain once there are more than you know like uh, you know one or 10 or 20 providers right 
so so uh, that's a very encouraging sign uh, uh, i mean the problem with the tier one cities you know like there is a, a big gap between uh, demand and supply demand is less but supply is so uh, sorry demand is big but supply is so less so which uh, give rise to the attrition right so people switches like you know uh, very often so that is the challenge working in the tier one city especially in a, in a niche technology and uh, from a tier two city like uh, but uh, we can't say that this problem doesn't come it comes but uh, at the same time uh, you know with the help of you know right culture and right values you can curtail this you know Fair. so you can control Fair. that as well and what was the biggest uh, challenges that you faced when you created this learning and development division to educate engineers about blockchain right so like you said supply is there because there are so many people or in fact supply is not there because uh being a tier 2 city you don't have so many hands or minds to work on uh, any project so but what was what was some of the opportunities that you saw that hey you know what if we do it this way if we provide them this um, benefit or this uh, incentive that will work for us and for them as well yeah again very good question i would say see our kind of content was curated in house actually so there's no dearth of talent amalika uh, you know the the knowledge uh, sitting on the internet or maybe by jews or any other kind of like you know startups which are, are disseminating these courses but uh, you know you have to identify like how my engineers will learn like you are you know so um, you know and if you can kind of like give them the right narrative and give them the right uh, uh, metaphors right so because uh, what i we have found like you know web3 like especially the blockchain so the barrier to entry are little high actually it's not easy to understand sometimes you know even like uh, a techie would need some time but uh, if you have the right narrative and right uh, you know the analogies you know backing it up Uh, you can make them understand for example when uh, kind of like i myself like started uh, giving the uh, kind of like you know the the lectures you know the kind of like town halls that what is the blockchain how does it uh, you know different from the uh, technologies we are working on currently right what kind of why it was required actually you know when we when you explain to people why then uh, you know they are able to kind of like you know find their own answers as well right relate their own theories you know happening in your mind so so that's how we led and then we kind of recorded every uh, classroom lectures on, and made them their videos and curated them into a like a repository and you know made them you know accessible and uh, kind of like to everyone so that's how we did actually you know so uh, there was no uh, secret for so so i would say but it was just like you know uh, making sure that you know the Curating the message the way yeah. people require to understand. Right? Yeah, that was yeah. the only. Just, just sticking to the guns, one step at a time. I like that. And then I was uh, hoping to have this conversation towards the end of our uh, podcast, but I think this is timely. So I want to learn more about the talent side, right? So because you're talking about talent, what advice would you have for people today, for young students, young professionals who are learning about Web three, right? So what kind of skills Uh, are important and more importantly i think people don't know what to do right how to decide a career it's a it's a question of ages right always the question is what career should i pick and why should i pick that career so and what kind of skills do i need to pick that career so if a 15 20 year old kid is coming to you in college that 
Vikram sir, tell us, how should I think about my career in Web3? What advice would you have for them? Yeah, so again, good question. But I would, I would, I would say I have learned actually, uh, you know, from my experience. Uh, we need to, uh, you know, uh, look at our career over like 10 or 20 or 30 years of horizon, right? Uh, we usually tell, right? We also kind of like conduct our own voting sessions, right? In house. So when you choose a particular career, right? So you first must understand like where it can take you, right? So for example, you starting with an engineering uh, kind of stuff. So you uh, join as a associate engineer, then move to the engineer, then senior software engineer, then maybe solution team lead, then maybe solution architect, then maybe kind of like CTO. You must first understand, you know, where it can lead you, what is the end, you know, of this profession. Not the end, but the highest position of this profession. Number two, which is more important as well. If you are starting as a maybe associate engineer, like what do you need to learn in order for you to go to the next rung of the ladder? First, you need to understand which rung of the ladder you are standing. What you need to learn to move to the next rung of the ladder? How much time you need to spend on the current rung of the ladder? And what new skill set you know you need to acquire to claim your position for the next rung of the ladder? So you need to have patience enough, and you will learn a lot of things. But the actual your result, your kind of whatever you are going to build, they will be the reflection of like your achievement, right? For example, if I say I I learned this technology, but if I haven't delivered maybe five or ten odd projects successfully, I can't say that I have mastered that technology. Right. For example, if I give you like a, I give somebody an option that the okay, there are five houses. We can choose which one you want to take. What will be your first action before maybe picking one house? You will go get inside and check each nick and corner of the house where all the washrooms are, all the rooms are, uh, everything. Right. Only then you will make a choice. Similarly, you have should approach your career and profession as well. You must first, you know, grow horizontally. The vertical growth will automatically come when you start delivering the result. So, you know, the horizontal growth is very, very well said. Important, very well said. Grow, grow horizontally. Understand the length, uh, the breadth of the profession, and then then uh, specialize. Very well said. And so, but but talking about specifically about Web three, right? So, if someone wants to specifically grow their career in Web three. How? Because this is such a new technology even now, right? There are so many courses online, but it's still difficult to identify which is the right course. And um, so, and then of course, pricing is always a challenge, is always a barrier, right? So, and then also identifying people, people like yourself, people who are senior executives are so few because it is a new technology. You don't have a lot of people in the industry itself. So how do people learn the breadth of this technology again i would say there is no secret source actually there's no dearth of uh, information or maybe the knowledge sitting on the internet right and uh, you can always uh, you know pick up books I, which i recommend a lot actually this is how i learned it you know pick up the books grab the books and you know 
you know kind of take the entire learning from there however you also need to understand that this industry is evolving right now like not everybody is kind of like you know moving towards web3 because it comes with its own set of challenges the legacy which has been created over the last 40 50 odd years cannot be broken in a maybe like 5 or 10 years old span of time right so you need to understand that you know uh, once you learn a technology that who are the right employer to you right uh, do you need to you know, start off your own then who are the right customer for you right so because uh, web3 is a space when it is a like in into a kind of a evolution phase then lot of startups will come and lot of startup will go as well you are not sure like uh, because we are working in a blue ocean right you're not sure whether there a customer does exist as well or no right so my stand will very kind of like you know uh, limited on here like you have to be very kind of like uh, careful like you know because i don't feel like even web to web is who is bad no no technology is bad right as long as you master that well you can still carve a niche or maybe you know good career out of that technology fair 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 and and um We don't talk a lot about Andy School of Blockchain. So why don't you tell us more about Andy School of Blockchain? I think this is something that you should talk more about. People should know about what what kind of uh, platform Andy School of Blockchain is. I think there's a lot of potential here for people to reach out and learn more about it. So could you share more about what your vision is? Again, so yeah, so for this uh, kind of like uh, you know. vertical so what we kind of want to achieve our submission to not only to punjab but all the state governments to like you know make uh, blockchain as the essential curriculum in the all the computer science programs the way you teach uh, databases mysql or mcl like uh, uh, you know and uh, sql similarly you should also add dlts within the curriculum itself right if you don't have the uh, skill set or maybe the uh, the power to kind of like you know the 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 kind of the right set of tools or maybe the the teachers to teach that we can take that responsibility so that is our statement not only to one state but all the states in india or even the central government make this as the essential part of the curriculum in all the computer science program or rather even the mbs program as well because no product can succeed without a business and functional angle you know so even those people must need uh, to understand this technology so that's our vision behind uh, you know asp though uh, overall like uh, when you talk about ntier uh, our vision is to kind of become the infosys blockchain rather right so down the line and come up with our own ipo or get ourselves listed uh, in a reputable exchange because how many companies come to your mind when you think of a successful it company out of mohali or tier 2 city or punjab kind of stuff so very few right now i don't know like how so how many comes to your mind but uh, so that's what we want to create you know if uh, we just want to show to the and prove to the the entire state or this region that if we can do it you can also do it there's no like ego attached to it but uh, just want to tell like there is a like when your purpose is larger than yourself then the change happens right then the impact yeah, gets absolutely created. and the purpose is larger than yourself change happens 100% and talk talking about uh, go, going back to a conversation on mohali being the blockchain capital of india right so i'm also curious to know your thoughts about because you're on the road as well a lot right you go to events um you are working with brands 
So what kind of other momentum that you are seeing in other uh, cities in India that So one thing which I really love about, like, you know, uh, especially for the Web3 you said, uh, I mean, India has taken the initial stride. He's been able to, uh, you know, kind of produce a lot of talent, the people who are very much inclined towards that kind of stuff. And uh, though they are scattered like different cities, different uh, uh, kind of like, you know, the uh, uh, geographies as well. And all thanks to, I would say, crypto or crypto related businesses because they have kind of like lured even the people who uh, don't have much knowledge about IT, but they are kind of like familiar with all those kind of uh, the platform where they can kind of like, you know, they engage with and, you know, uh, make their own kind of like livelihood as well. So, um, Amlika, in answer to your question, I would say my, I'm very optimistic about the uh, you know this uh, space because uh, uh, we generate we keep a very close uh, uh, kind of like uh, uh, look at uh, you know the trends happening in the industry and since we work with uh, you know a lot of customers at one point of time we are working with 50 plus customers though they might be coming from different regions of the world but what we have observed like 50 percent of them their startups like the entrepreneurs are of Indian origin. So not only like, you know, kind of like the talent side of it, but even the entrepreneur side of it, like uh, uh, there is a good, uh, I would say, like uh, energy and a uh, uh, good number of, uh, you know, people from India who are leading uh, innovative startups and uh, creating an impact love within this industry. And talking about India, right? So let's shift gears, switch lanes and talk specifically about India going back to 2016-17 when you started uh, Antio Solutions, I mean, focusing on the Web3 side of things. What was what was India like then in terms of Web3, the adoption, the knowledge, the questions, the challenges, all of it? What was India then? I would say like, uh, I would not be that fit to answer this question because even sitting in a tier 2 city, our perspective was very limited actually. You know, uh, because what we say that uh, uh, we generally say like Delhi is very close to US because whatever change happen in US that comes to tier one cities only. You may hear the first kind of like uh, uh, the sound of the change in Bangalore, right, rather than in tier two. So tier two will take three to five years time before it starts reaching to tier two cities, right? So America. I would rather honestly believe that we were still behind actually, you know, what tier two cities, tier one cities were doing and tier one cities were still behind what the, you know, the international, uh, internationally, the companies were doing, the startups were doing, sitting in US or maybe in Hong Kong or in Singapore, right? But, uh, you know, the things have evolved, but, uh, uh, you know, most of the countries like, you know, uh, the India has taken, the Indian entrepreneurs have taken the lead in kind of like, you know, the, uh, uh, where most of the startups, the innovations is happening. Yeah, uh, yeah. By no, I truly believe that. And do you remember any um, stories from your conversation during that time? I'm, I'm talking about roughly four or five years back uh, because you rightly mentioned that tier two cities, definitely there is a lag um, in getting up to speed in terms of what kind of knowledge or what kind of uh, information is out there in tier one cities or even in the West. 
but when when you were speaking with stakeholders uh, imagine other brands your customers um, when you were going out and talking to them about the new services that you're providing what were the conversations like um, if you had to sum up compared to today right see uh, again uh, you know uh, so whenever a kind of like a new things come like so you have different type of uh, uh, people like some like it, it gets adopted by the ambitious people right and then you know the the kind of start getting accepted right so yeah people are very apprehensive like you know because uh, the moment you think of blockchain think of crypto or you vice versa as well you the more you think of crypto only then you can uh, you know blockchain but uh, that happens very uh, doesn't happen very often you know rather blockchain is just is synonymous to crypto only you know so uh, we you did uh, kind of like you know uh, uh, got a lot of like you know, had to make a lot of sacrifices as well because to leave behind your current customer and start focusing on those you know uncharted territories like you know the blue oceans where uh, the you were not sure like how to get the customer and where to get the customer from but uh, i would say like through our beta through our uh, interact whatever we had learned over the last 14 15 odd years at that point of time we could carve out those tactical strategy like you know uh, which could you know get us the business and kept us moving and scaling and uh, did it came uh, our like easy to us like uh, definitely a lot of uh, hard work parents uh, went into that part uh, but we are happy we have achieved that's, that's, that's awesome that's awesome to you and so talking about the now right so kudos to you and your team because i i follow anti solutions and it's great to see the strategic partnerships that you have had with some of the biggest of the brands like skoda wars like crisil and so many more so so how did these uh, would you like to share more about what kind of these partnerships are what's your vision what is the vision of the brand okay so as i said like you know uh, uh, because of our size and our kind of like the know how which we have honed internally now uh, we call ourselves as a macaw blockchain you know so may it be like uh, whatever you can think of in blockchain we can do that part so we are also people one of the uh, latest unicorn out of india so we like already built two unicorns out of uh, you know this uh, you know uh, unit with the platform which produced they became the uni- unicorn and third one is in the pipeline uh, uh, we are doing a lot of work in the government sector like uh, for example the qpl the product which we have launched is a game changer i would say it is going to be the de facto protocol the way the blockchain platform will be implemented down the line we also work with the you know through our partners work with the uh, government of dubai put their health reports on the blockchain at the same time city of riyadh for their dg local kind of app uh, at the same time and here we are strategically very well placed to spearhead or guide any corporate or any enterprises for that what should be their web3 or blockchain strategy we can design that not only design that but we can execute that end to end even like bring that customer on board as well because that's what we do like not only with the product development helping brands customer acquisition and brand awareness as well in the web3 so we also specialize in web3 marketing as well right because that is it 
it's totally separate, totally different ball game, right? So uh, again, like a one-liner. So think blockchain, think entire. That's what we promote on LinkedIn, and that's uh, we have. We are a company, I would say, which has a, a, a kind of like you know our one of our asset organization platform. The technology we have built has been kind of like powering a, a three jurisdiction in the world. We are these those uh, startups are like very well aligned with the government regulations like one in india one in uk and one in us right so that complies to all those kind of regulatory requirement right and uh, so and at the same time you know uh, working a lot in the metaverse space especially in the mental health right there are use cases like you know fear of heights like uh, so doing a lot of like a lot of you know uh, the advanced kind of like uh, use cases uh, which can solve a large scale problem down the line to the help awesome of awesome and yeah. then what what are you seeing happening in events today when you go to events because i i'm a firm believer that 2024 is going to be really a pivotal year especially for brands moving from web 2 to web web 3 a lot of them are already experimenting behind the scenes but in terms of those web 3 activations right Connecting the physical world with the digital world using Web3 technology. That will happen more. And once that will happen more, the consumers, the mainstream audience will see it more in front of their eyes. Those immersive experiences, right? And like you rightly said, you connect the dots behind the scenes, right? From creating the hardware solutions to the software solutions, so to speak, in terms of getting the marketing right, connecting with the audience. So what is happening in events today? So if if I have to go to an event today in India, a blockchain event, a crypto carnival event. What's really happening? Can you give us a glimpse? So uh, I would say like a, a lot of companies are after like, you know, the producing the right layer one solutions. So I will be very honest, like these are the, because we work with a lot of layer one solutions partner and they are trying to have the share of the market, you know, so may it be startup, may it be enterprises, or maybe do just developer community only. And uh, so a lot of uh, uh, kind of like international companies are trying to penetrate into into ecosystem, right? And uh, we are uh, very well uh, strategically placed as well, like to help any layer one solution to uh, get themselves kind of like established in Indian market as well. So there was a time like back in 2017, 18 or 19 when a lot of, uh, you know, uh, companies came in the payment space uh, for on-ramp and off-ramp, which have uh, now matured enough actually, and they also have the customer and a good business model. So layer one is still kind of like uh, attracting a lot of new players as well. A lot of uh, new uh, startups are coming up with the good grants, good kind of like fundings. So this is what we have been uh, seeing uh, of late, you know, in the events. And with that, let's let's move on to a final section where um, it's we talked about the past, we talked about the now of India. Let's talk about the future, right? The vision. What kind of vision do you see? Where where do you see India going? Do you do you see any particular things happening next year when we talk about the India Web three story or in the next few years? Where do you see India? in the global ecosystem, especially related to Web3? I think we have already taken a lead, uh, not only in just in talent space, but also in the 
startup space as well. Like a lot of uh, promising Indian startup has uh, achieved the, uh, I would say, unicorn status, right? Uh, what we are trying to achieve, I would say, like we have given ourselves like uh, five goals by 2025, right? Uh, to kind of like uh, make a significant achievement in these five areas. Because if we want to become the Mecca blockchain, which we already are, but Infosys blockchain, I would rather say, uh, we should mean it as well. It should not be only the words. So in order for that, in order for us to make that happen, I would say, uh, what we believe that we need to create a holistic 360 degree kind of impact, right? So how that can happen, like when we are able to create one successful in B2C space, a uh, couple of successful in B2B space. Why I say couple of, because uh, uh, when you think of blockchain, you think of, well, there are two sec sec section of it, like, you know, one is public blockchain and one is private blockchain. So covering both of them. One in B2G, business to government, and kind of like doing a large scale implementation, executing a large scale implementation. And uh, uh, last is, you know, B2E, like, education side of it like by training 100,000 students in blockchain uh, so these are the some of the you know the five goals which we have given ourselves uh, we are already on track on uh, uh, kind of like first one we got a like a startup in place for b2c initiative for b2b as well we have a uh, also one startup in place which already have three to 30 to 50 40 customers and uh, uh, already working with the uh, companies abroad and uh, then the b2g we already have uh, like a uh, kind of like launched uh, our question paper league product, which is called Block Pro. So our aim is to like give a large scale, like maybe statewide implementation through this product and take uh, and kind of position it in the government ecosystem, in the governance side of it. We got a very good because even we're getting response from the other Southeast Asian countries as well to fix this problem uh, through this solution. And uh, ASP is already doing good on that note, I would say. So this is where we uh, see ourselves contributing to the ecosystem. And this is the uh, whole of India, Bangladesh. So there were a lot of energy even in the last time, uh, uh, India Blockchain Week event. So a lot of energy is already there. So I'm, I'm sure that India will be the leader yeah. in this space. You know, love it, love it, love it. A lot of energy. I love the energy. And with that energy, let, let, let's do a quick rapid fire round. Okay. So you have probably one sentence. Imagine you have a magic wand. Okay, I will ask three questions and then you have some advice to give to them. Imagine that person is sitting in front of you and you want to give them some advice. Quick, one single sentence, two sentences, whatever comes to your mind. Imagine one of the top brands is sitting in front of you. They have done any, anything. They haven't done anything related to Web3. What advice or recommendation would you provide them? They're sitting right in front of you today. I would say uh, change, you know, because success is equal to when opportunity meets preparedness. If you are not ready for your next set of population to who are going to be the future buyers, how are you going to like uh, sustain your brand, sustain your products, and uh, the current or the future generation is all going to be digital what they would like to see everything they would love to buy things so in digital form like digital land right which is of no importance to maybe people born before 80 or 70 or maybe 90 as well but uh, these guys like the the generation which is maturing uh, you know 
kind of like in our houses so they will be complete digital native they are complete digital okay. native unlike us so change is the world okay. one word i would right say on. and then okay second question a government official is sitting in front of you and that person has no knowledge about web3 what would you tell them any guidance any recommendation whatever comes to your mind uh so the right word uh, i would say would be it, uh, could, it could be a sentence you don't need, no no need to be specific uh, about a word yeah Embrace. embrace, I would okay. say, embrace. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't have a journalist as well. It is a journalist in, in me as well. So embrace the change, embrace the new kind of like that the talent which is growing in the uh, you know the universities and let them innovate and embrace the the new the yes, future. Yes. Be willing. That's amazing. And okay. And the final question: a consumer. we we talked about gen z we talk about digital natives right so one of a 15 year old kid is sitting in front of you from mohali what would you tell them as a consumer as a consumer yeah truly truly inspirational is uh, it nice i i just hit pause be hit stop aware, create awareness around your rights right and what the new technologies can do to you because what we are going through in the history is uh, current times where a lot of like a creator community is being developed right so you might have some talent or you might have some skills if you are able to hone web3 tools and create the content or the whatever you are skilled with on web3 space you are much more uh, you know kind of like likely to uh get the better rewards as compared to your web 2.0 initiative or maybe the current tools i'm like yeah. just no no this is golden words golden right. words for sure all right i i think with that said it's a wrap vikram any any last uh, thoughts advice before we hit pause or stop recording uh i'm not able to it was really good to kind of like meet you and uh, kind of like uh, interact with you i would say and uh, but uh, largely my kind of like uh, you know uh, i can only tell you how what kind of like inspires me you know there are few keywords which uh, the quotes which i always you know follow or maybe uh, you know act as a kind of like guiding light for me uh, this is like you know uh, a man must stay erect not to be erected by others so say that one more time the one quote a man must stay erect not mm. to be erected by That's others right. and the second is uh, you know i'm here for i'm here for a purpose and that purpose is to grow into a mountain not to reduce myself into a grain of sand and i will i will uh, strain my potential till the limits it cries for mercy so So, so that's what you know and kind of inspires me you know so yeah thank you